0: Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck!
1: podcast where three grown-ups try and beat a children's game. I'm Ian.
0: I'm Chris. And this week we're reading Hijacked by Richard Brightfield. Hi everybody. My, my name's Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good. We'll keep that that's good. That's Okay, Hijacked by Richard Brightfield. I just
0: wanted to do your bit for what's. <laughs> yeah, thank you.
1: we <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll keep we'll keep going, bud.
0: All right. Uh, we're reading Hijacked by Richard Brightfield. This is an old CYOA number 106. And as far as I can tell the premise of the book is a field trip gets captured by terrorists. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Okay. Very timely, very real.
0: You know what, to be fair, the book is
2: called Hijacked. So maybe it's saying that we have hijacked a plane.
1: Yeah, and you feel weird about it cuz it was just full of kids and you're like, I don't know how to negotiate with
0: kids.
2: <sighs> Where am I going to sell all these kids?
1: <laughs> well, then you find out there you find out they're all orphans and you adopt all of them.
0: You can always uh, negotiate with that one kid from Beyond Escape, right? The the, the chief negotiator for the yeah, the states ha- of Tertalia. He, he, he or whatever. has like
1: he has like the the uh, the Whittlin Chit uh, certificate of of governmental approval to make decisions. Just,
2: he's got uh, powdered sugar all over his mouth and nose. He's like, Hans, ah, it's Buffy! I'm your White Knight. <laughs> so you're doing the Snagglepuss character now. <laughs> He's mixing Die
1: Hard and Hanna-Barbera cartoons. <laughs> hey,
2: you know what? That's a crossover that I think the world needs. Yeah. How nobody... about in the next Die Hard movie, Bruce Willis gets dropped into Scooby-Doo?
0: Hmm? You know, I would fucking love Die Hard, the animated series. Like, what a good idea for a franchise that is. <laughs> uh, Do you guys ever watch James
1: Bond Jr.?
0: Heard of it, but I don't think I ever watched it.
1: Yeah, it was, it was an animated series, and uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty buck wild. I remember the, the intro had a lot of skiing,
0: uh, like danger skiing. Um, Does James Bond Jr. also have sex with one really attractive woman per episode? <laughs> I think
1: so. I think there's a lot of, he's supposed to be in like middle school, and there's a lot of like sexual sort of like uh, 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 adventures.
0: Uh-huh.
1: All right. <laughs> Is everybody ready for hijacked? Exclamation point. Yeah. Warning. Do not read this book straight through from beginning to end. This page, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Think carefully before you make a decision. Once you are hijacked, your life is in great danger. Even if you do manage to escape from the hijackers and alert the authorities, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be safe. Good luck.
0: Uh, the picture on the other page is pretty good, too, because it's just some kids in a school bus, but they look like they've already been hijacked. And I don't know if that's true or they just.
2: Right. I think technically speaking, it's not a hijacking. I don't think a
1: hijacking is planes only like because it's up high. Chris, is that your. I believe so. It's not a low if it's a school bus. No. Well, low jack keep lowjack keeps you from being hijacked.
2: That's mm-hmm. just a a carjacking or a bus jacking.
1: Well, yeah. So wait, you're so you're you're saying that jack is the verb. And and the the preceding letters tell you what's being jacked.
2: Are we are we gonna sit here and pretend that's the dumbest rule of the English language? <laughs>
0: no. So if you steal a bus, it's bus jacking. If you steal a bunch of kids, is that kid jacking? Is that a thing? Uh, <laughs>
1: well, are they part are they part of the bus? Because you can't break it down and say like, oh no, I'm wheels jacking or like <laughs> seats jacking. No, man, you take the bus, you take the cargo. It's the whole thing. Mode of conveyance is bus. You've just bus jacked.
2: Yeah, you can have sh- you can have things jacked from you. But uh, if I wouldn't be like I got my car jacked, right? I'd be like I was carjacked, or my car was stolen. And when the guy goes to the
1: gym and he gets jacked, what's been stolen from him is all of his fat body.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got body jacked, which is also when a yurk crawls into his ear and then uh, lives there forever.
1: <laughs> invasion of the body jackers. That's gotta have been like a seventies <laughs> era, jackers. like porn spoof. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It's finally Friday afternoon, and you're sitting in your school with one more class to go. Your social studies teacher, Mrs. Myers, is going on and on with her lecture about international terrorism. You not yes, you couldn't be less interested.
0: <laughs> Look, it's 9-12, and you are already over it. I like how this has become a morality tale about paying attention in school. Already, yeah. If you don't think the Civil War is interesting, you're going to have to kill your brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mrs. Myers, when am I ever going to use this bullshit about international terrorism in the real world? And all the kids are like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I'd studied more about international terrorism. (laughs) When the bell finally rings, you're up from your seat and out the door before it stops. Outside, you meet your friends Sally and Dan, and the three of you leave together, heading for the school bus.
2: Let's sit in the back? Away from Buzzy Hargrove. Oh my
0: God. Good name. Yeah. He's got a jacket to match.
2: <laughs> yeah, really I was good. just about to say, like, that is a dope jacket, and also he has written his name on the back of his own jacket, but in a cool way. Uh, that's,
1: that's Sally saying that. Uh, he always gives
2: Mrs. Wilson a
1: hard time while she's driving. Um, if Buzzy makes any more trouble for her, he's going to be barred from the bus permanently, Dan says, and his parents will have to pick him up from school every day.
0: No. And you
1: you know his dad's a long-haul truck driver and his mom's (laughs) drunk all the time. (laughs) Minutes later, Mrs. Wilson is already calling for order.
2: Everybody calm down!
1: Slowly, she pulls out of the school parking lot, pauses for a moment at the stop sign on Main Street, then carefully turns into traffic. This is too much detail. Six blocks later, the bus stops to let off a few students. Anyone who lives closer than six blocks is officially a walker and can't use the bus
0: oh no what if they're in a wheelchair though yeah. Yeah. why is that sentence in this book sorry <laughs> sorry you're technically a walker it makes it super real though right like walkers always rode their bikes to school again though it's just like it's a level of detail i don't need like i don't need to be told what the block uh distance classification for walker is yeah. i just need this fucking bus to get hijacked
1: the bus continues on, turns right onto Chestnut Street, makes a few more stops, and then starts uh, starts down the long stretch toward Fair Street. Shut the fuck up, Richard Brightfield. Fair Street's right at the corner of um, Maple, Maple and Fair. Uh, right there's the gas station that usually has the lowest price gas in town. It's run by you Mr. know Sh- next to the sitco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's across the street from the tortilla restaurant that does tortillas. Um, you can-
0: you can get some uh, some really good sweet buns for $1. twenty-five. You usually give him $2, and he gives you three quarters back. But one day, he didn't have enough quarters, so he gave you two quarters, two dimes, and a nickel. Oh, shoot. I wasn't thinking of a sit-go at all. Is that a BP? No, it's a Chevron. No,
2: it's a BP. You know, I always get those <laughs> signs mixed up. The end.
1: Yeah. Suddenly, Mrs. Wilson slams on the brakes, almost throwing you out of your seat. You look down the aisle and through the front window. A truck is in front of the bus, blocking the road. She opens the front door of the bus and starts hollering at the driver. Hey, hey, boy, what you doing? (laughs) Yo, let me see that dick neck.
0: (laughs) You trying to get fucked?
1: (laughs) You want to fuck on a school bus in a minute?
0: (laughs) Hey, kids, turn around. Yeah, you're all walkers now. Enjoy. You ever impregnate somebody in that cabin? You can get back on in two and a half minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For for two moments, no, nope. (laughs) For for a few moments, the kids on the bus are stunned into silence.
2: That line about impregnating was really gross.
1: (laughs) Then they start (laughs) screaming and hollering. All is pandemonium, which literally means like a world inhabited by demons.
0: Pandemonium (laughs) is what I wrote one time in an AP Chem quiz where I couldn't remember... Uh, what the chemical symbol for palladium actually uh, dereferenced to. <laughs> it sounds like an element. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, ultimately, it dereferences to just like uh,
2: chuck a chunk of memory somewhere. So I, I guess. Well, Chris, are you sort
1: of
0: analyzing what memory is? Like what words memory are? Memory in my brain? Like what are we? Yeah, Chris what is, is a word really what? other than a concept somewhere embedded <laughs> in the human psyche? So we need an access point for
1: how to share mind thoughts between people, (laughs) and I've come up with this cool new idea.
0: Uh, I've got this new uh, machine-to-machine protocol. It's called the English language.
1: (laughs) Several armed men wearing khaki fatigues and ski masks are running toward the bus. Yes. You turn and see two more come out of the truck ahead. One of them jumps on the bus and shoots Mrs. Wilson in the temple.
2: (laughs) I know, right? I was just like, (laughs) I I want someone to die here,
1: but like- Yeah, her, her- Brains are thrown against the bus window in, a, in, a, in, in what reminds you of, uh, of sort of a Gallagher concert. <laughs> her brains are thrown against the bus window while the
0: rest of her isn't. Yeah.
2: What's going on?
0: Sally asks. Uh, Just to be clear, they didn't actually execute Mrs. Wilson. <laughs> Yet. But like now Yet. I'm not
1: afraid of them at all, so. Um, I don't know, you say. Maybe they're filming a movie. It sure looks like one.
0: Then they execute Mrs. Wilson
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone back in their seats The man in the mask orders Only he gets about as much response as Mrs. Wilson does when she says the same thing He fires a machine gun burst indiscriminately into the crowd of students
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are we gonna be able to release this episode? It sounds like we're not Uh,
1: He fires a machine gun burst into the roof of the bus
0: (laughs) Into the roof of a child
1: (laughs) (laughs) The roof of a child's mouth The sound is deafening All of your classmates are in their seats in seconds. All right, drive, the masked man says to Mrs. Wilson. That's why they left her alive. No one else can drive a school bus.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't have my license is
1: all. You won't get away with this, whoever you are, she says, giving the man the same distasteful look she usually gives the students.
2: Come the fuck on, Mrs. Wilson. You couldn't like ratchet it up a notch for this (laughs) literal murderer. She hates us so much. Yeah, I think she's that's the already tigre. a
1: ten. Yeah, she's she's cranked up all the way at kids that she's like not. <laughs> any. She can't.
2: I have nowhere else to go. I got. I'm just at full rage.
1: Looking ahead, you can see a huge van, the kind used to carry big loads of furniture. Suddenly, the rear door of the van drops down and forms a ramp. The driver brakes a bit nice. and, with a bump, drives the bus up into the van. <laughs> Jesus, this, the picture is very good. It's exactly what just happened. Like, yeah,
0: we're driving into the back of a van on a little ramp.
1: Sort of like Sandinistas are with machine guns escorting mm-hmm. a bus into a truck. The back door of the van swings closed, plunging all of you into total darkness. For the first time ever on the bus, everyone sits in silence, stunned by what has happened.
0: Yeah, We weren't stunned when they fired the machine gun into the air, but the no. fact that they found such a big fan god damn. I hope this
1: is all an object lesson put together by the Board of Education because like, distracted driving is dangerous. So the kids know to, like, just shut the fuck up or they're, you know, this is just dangerous.
0: Distracted kids get terrorist hijacked.
1: (laughs) After what seems like hours, the van makes a sharp turn off the highway and starts down a bumpy road. Finally, it comes to a stop. The back opens and the inside of the bus is bathed in light.
2: So much has
0: happened before the first choice. Yeah, this, this is a cavalcade of words. Just the setup for the book is the most eventful I think we've ever had. You, Sally, and
1: Dan are last to get out. You are off the bus and working your way to the back of the van when you hear Buzzy Hargrove.
0: He's in the bus,
1: freaking out, screaming, don't touch me, don't touch me.
2: (laughs) I got priors.
1: (laughs) He must have been hiding under one of the seats, you realize. While the first gunman is pulling him out, the other gunman jumps aboard to help. Two men now wrestling one middle schooler. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Not just any middle schooler though Fucking Buzzy Buzzy motherfucking Hargrove hey, I'm just picturing he's Fonzie
1: <laughs> Let's hide under the bus Sally whispers Who knows what they're going to do to us when we leave here
0: Yeah cause hiding under things works so well For Buzzy Hargrove Right we know they're looking under things Mm-hmm.
1: It won't work Dan says They'll just find us and pull us out like they're doing to the Buzzy I'm gonna try it I'm gonna try it anyways <laughs> fuck Mark, fuck Mark, Sally says. Mark, Mark loves social encounters. I sure do. Uh, whatever, whatever your decision, you're going to have to make it fast. Guys, do we do as we've been told by the hijackers, or do we oh. hide under the bus with Sally, who's making this decision anyway? She's going to be hiding under the bus.
2: I would like to bluff the hijackers.
0: I would like to go for the gun, right?
1: Yeah. But do you go for the gun straight on, or do you hide under the bus and sort of get them while their back is turned?
0: I don't want to hide under the bus, because I'm afraid the adventure will pass us by while we're doing that. Yeah. Because, mm. like, worst case scenario, if you hide under the
2: bus, then they pull you out and you go to wherever they want you to go, or you <sighs> just go to wherever they want you to go, right?
1: Worst case scenario, hide under the bus, you witness your, all your friends get murdered, and then the van drives away, and you have survivor's guilt, and you live for, like, another 10, 11 years dealing with that before you finally just, like, sw- just swallow a bullet.
0: Yeah, but that's more of an R.A. Montgomery thing. And this is Richard Brightfield. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Richard Brightfield is like, you watch all your friends die.
2: It's fucking dope and forges you into a turbo killer. Time to go back into the forest and kill those browns.
1: <laughs> oh, it's like the mid-80s, though, Chris. We're not currently at war with anybody.
2: Yeah, but, like, uh, there's, you know, FARC, Sandinistas. Just uh, everyone's always been dealing with, like, the difficulty of capitalism in different ways, right? What the fuck are we talking I about? I don't know. Are we, hi- are we, d- are we hiding, hiding or
1: not the bus, hiding? Or we yeah? got, we I think hide we hide. Yeah. Dan decides not to risk it. As quickly as you can, you grab Sally's hand and pull her underneath the bus. The two of you crouch behind one of the large front tires as the two gunmen drag poor Buzzy, still screaming and hollering, third, third use of the word hollering, <laughs> off the bus and outside. Seconds later, the ramp is raised and slammed shut. You feel the movement as the van starts off again. You and Sally crawl out from under the bus. Wait, so we're... Hang on. Where are we? We're under the bus in the van.
0: And we just crawled out from under the bus, but we're still in the back of the van. Splash, splash into the pond. Splash, splash. I was taking a bath. A blood bath.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You and Sally crawl out from under the bus. The inside of the van is dark, but there is one thin crack of light at the side of the rear door. As the van turns slightly, you catch a momentary glimpse of Dan and the others being loaded into a truck. Okay. Bus into van, van to truck, kids to truck.
0: Kids eat truck. Cars inherit the earth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I just hope they're not terrorists. You speculate.
0: Not knowing what terrorists are.
1: <laughs> right? Because you didn't pay any fucking attention. Let's go back and take a look at the crack in the door. Maybe we can figure out where we are. We're going through some town, Sally says. I saw a store with the name Gloveville Hardware on it.
0: it was It was named by a a, a Mad Libs.
1: Yeah They have a worm for a mayor. Uh, now you take a turn at the crack. Real sentence in this oh. book <laughs>
0: I don't know where I don't know where we would have got crack in the back of this bus is all hey probably from
1: hijackers man you don't know maybe they did some coke jacking and they left some of the coke
0: I mean again if it's FARC probably
2: yes but if it's uh you know the then you're looking at like maybe best case opium right
1: Uh, I don't know the Libyans had all that uranium in back to the future (laughs) a short time later the van turns off onto a rough side road we have had so much description so much fucking navigation simulator yeah The thin crack of light turns into darkness. Hey, you exclaim. We just entered a tunnel or maybe a cave. We better get rid of this bus as soon as we can. You hear one of the men say, dump it into one of the deep pits. (laughs) The men leave, heading down a side corridor. Deep pits. We'd better get off this bus (laughs) fast, you say.
0: This field trip is the deep pits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You realize you are in a dimly lit natural cavern of some sort. Stalactites, long fingers of stone, hang down from the high ceiling. Guys, what's your mnemonic?
0: Uh, Stalactite, is it stalactites hang tight? Mites crawl up, tights fall down. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. I got it from a Deltron 3030 song.
1: (laughs) Except in a few places, there are no stalagmites. No, because we didn't say stalagmites. Except for a few places, there are no stalagmites pointing up from the floor. Instead, it's paved over with cement. I'm sure that's important detail and not just ancillary bullshit because this guy used to be like a landscaper. <laughs> you, you look for a place to hide. You're in luck. Not far from the van is a cave-like indentation in the wall, partially hidden by a few remaining stalagmites. Even though the previous sentence just said there's no <laughs> stalagmites. Uh, seems like it's a plot stalagmite. You and Sally rush over, looking up and down the cavern at the same time.
0: <laughs> Your head is in two directions.
1: <laughs> yeah. In one direction, <laughs> you see people moving around at the far end. In the other, a guard is leaning back into his chair, propped against a rough wall. At the far end of the cavern, you hear the sound of voices getting closer. You and Sally carefully peek between two stalagmites.
0: How many fucking, how many
1: fucking stalagmites are there?
0: None. There's no stalagmites in here. Also, you're behind at least two stalagmites. A group of heavily
1: armed men is coming in your direction. You duck down as the procession makes a right turn in front of you and heads down a side corridor. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, you're welcome. I thought about it for a second. I I can hear you thinking about it. (laughs) I couldn't figure out how to make it funny. So do we try to sneak past the guard or go deeper into the cavern?
0: I want to sneak past the guard. Yeah? Because higher potential for social encounters.
1: Well... With, a, with an adult who has a gun.
0: Uh-huh. So, like, either we get shot or we get caught. No, you're just going to have to socialize real
1: good. Uh, Chris, are you also on board sneaking past the guard? I think so. I feel like that's the better choice here, but fuck it. Um, let's try to get past the guard, you say. You and Sally tiptoe out of your hiding place behind four stalagmites and head toward the guard. As you get closer, you can see that he's definitely asleep, leaning up against a fifth stalagmite and snoring. (laughs) You hug the wall opposite him as you go by, squeezing between three more stalagmites. (laughs) The guard stirs restlessly for a moment, but then settles his head and arms back down on a stalagmite and doesn't wake up.
0: As stalagmites rise from the floor (laughs) and engulf his body, you hear the faintest (laughs) scream.
1: (laughs) Um, You realize that you've been controlling the stalagmites with your mind. You get past him and look cautiously around the stalagmites through a bend in the cavern wall. Which is itself a series of stalagmites. There are two more guards standing next to what looks like a door leading to the outside, but it's actually stalagmites.
0: <laughs> Why is this joke still funny?
1: But just as you start back, the guard wakes up and yawns. He doesn't seem to notice you because of the stalagmites. <laughs> On the other side of stalagmites, not far from the guard who just woke up, there's a small stalagmite cut into the wall. Door. You point to it, afraid to make a stalagmite. Your stalagmite <laughs> skips a stalagmite as the stalagmite gets up. <laughs> that's not, <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> it's
0: not going to work. This is All right. Okay, that's it. I was seeing where that the light was. Lagmites... Too much. <laughs> Kudos for heightening. That was an excellent yeah. heightening.
1: Okay. You grab Sally's hand again, and the two of you move as quietly as you can across the floor of the cavern. A lot of grabbing Sally's hand, like she can't make her own fucking decisions.
0: Uh, We're the narrator. No one can make decisions but us. That's a good point. This kid's just
2: trying to make the best of a bad situation.
1: <laughs> so you mean like he's trying, he's gonna, later on he's gonna be like, remember how many times we held hands?
0: You're psychologically primed to find me attractive now, right? Because <laughs> I'm so brave. Because I'm so fucking brave.
1: Mm-hmm. Slagmites later, you are no. through, okay. Seconds later, you are through the door and inside a small unlit room. Against the wall on one side is a ladder leading up to a trapdoor in the ceiling. You point to it, and pantomime going up. Sally <laughs> Sally guesses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sally probably could have assumed what you meant when you pointed fire, the ladder, but just to be fire, clear. Fire, fire truck! You're, you're climbing a fire truck to put out a fire. You want to take the ladder and use it as a weapon against the guards with guns.
1: You, you, not, you, uh, you shake your head vigorously and tap three times on your arm. Ah, oh, uh, a movie! Sally guesses. <laughs> You are about to start up when you hear a commotion coming from the cavern. Orders are being shouted back and forth as the school bus is backed out of the van and over to a wide opening in the opposite wall.
0: Wait, we can see the school bus now? Yeah. I mean, Where the fuck are we? uh,
1: Isn't the rule that like if you can see the school bus, the school bus can see you?
0: Well, that would be if the school bus could see anything, but it can't because it's a school bus. That's a good point. Right.
2: Like if a school bus can't, if you, if a school bus, no, no, no.
0: If you don't look it in the eyes, it can't see you. The fact that a school bus can't see us means we actually can't see the school bus, so we're hallucinating.
1: (laughs) There's no Sally, I think, is what we're learning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so wide opening in the opposite wall, several men are standing next to it. Two of them are dressed in policemen's uniforms. The men, including the two in uniform, take hold of the outside of the bus and manage to push it through the opening. Is it out of gas? Uh, Well, you hear it tumbling end over end,
0: bouncing off the walls as it falls, are they out of guys who are willing to lose their lives getting rid of a school bus? Yeah.
1: Thrill seekers? <laughs> they don't have any thrill seekers? Um, that must be one of the deep pits they were talking about, you reason. Like, <laughs> unnecessarily. Way to go. We did it. You wonder You wonder if a third escape opportunity has opened up to you, like Luke Skywalker in the belly of Cloud City.
0: We're just going to jump down there into the deep pit and hope that uh, the Millennium Falcon catches us? Yeah, we don't know that we don't have the Force. I mean, you know, Gandalf fell down to the pits of the Earth. That's true. Jumping jumping into pits works pretty well cinematically. Darth Maul
1: fell in a pit after he was cut in half and still came back with robot legs. Yeah. Can we name three more movies that feature people falling into pits as a prominent plot feature?
2: I'm trying to think like as hard as I can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, end of uh, what is it? Last Crusade has the, uh, the big, the big oh, chasm, yeah. right?
1: It opens up and swallows uh, the Nazis and also that night.
0: The end of season five of Buffy, she like Dives off of some platform into some weird glowing yep. energy mass and sacrifices herself. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Thanos drops, uh, G- uh, what's his name, Gamora? Gamora. Off, off, a, off a cliff. But now, see, I think now we're, we're taking the easy way out. We're not talking about pits anymore. We're talking about cliffs. The gate. The gate features a very good pit. Uh, it's an it's a 80s horror movie. Uh, I'm, well,
2: hold on, hold on. Uh, I feel like the Buffy example, that's tactically a pit.
1: You know, the descent is really just sort of about slowly falling into a pit.
0: Oh, I've got it. Uh, fucking fight club. Edward Norton falls into Brad Pitt mentally.
1: There it is. Boom. Thank you, that Mark. That works out very well. Yeah, finally done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and on
1: that note. Okay. Backing away from the door of the small room, you start up the stalactite, shaking slightly. Ladder. You, you push up on the trapdoor, but nothing happens. You push again, this time with all your might, but you all can't All your stalagmite. But you can't budge it Then you feel around the edge And find a small latch Great, now I'm reading this so closely For the word tight uh, Or might You're
0: reading it so tightly
1: You find yourself inside a pipe This is awful, she says I'm really claustrophobic I hate tight places like this But I love complaining (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Suppose we get trapped at the
0: other end Oh, fucking! You could be at the bottom of a deep pit right now.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of like, oh, what if we do this? Oh, might this might happen? Oh, this might happen. Like, the, life is life is full of choices. I don't think Richard Breitfield respects Sally as a character. No, Sally is the uh, naysayer.
0: Well, I mean, in Richard Brightfield's defense, Sally has turned out to be a pretty shitty character. So, what's he supposed yeah. to think?
1: Yeah, she sh- she probably should have gone over the edge.
0: Should have gone with Dan. This yeah. could be
1: this could be a vent pipe in fresh air. Nope, that doesn't make any sense <laughs>
0: <laughs> This pipe's in fresh
1: air for sure yeah. Listen, right now it's a stinky bad pipe But if you put it in fresh air um, this, this could be a vent to pipe in fresh air You say, if it is, it should lead to the outside Faint light, you notice, is coming from one end of the tube So it's a tube, it's a vent, it's a pipe
0: Synonyms
1: I see metal grating up there, you say if we're lucky, it'll have a latch on this side, just as the trap door did.
0: This is too many details it's, again.
1: We're really, like, well, are you building a map? Because, like, we're doing, like, a Metroidvania escape style.
2: It ma- really is just, like.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing's going to turn upside down when we get to the midway point, right? And we're going back <laughs> through
1: it. We could have made it through this door if we had the rocket launcher. <laughs> You climb up the ladder. You are right. The grate does have a latch on the inside. You unlock it, push it open, and climb out. Sally follows behind you. You are at the top of a high hill. Off in the distance, you can see a small town where a few tall buildings and several church steeples rise up out of the trees. Your guess is that it's Gloveville. Down and off to the right is the edge of a thick woods. Gross. Yeah. A a thick woods. A thick woods.
2: Has this guy ever like, uh, uh, God? Just the this. This is a
0: poorly written book.
1: Yeah. Turning the other way, you can see several farms with herds of cows, neat white
0: farmhouses, and
1: large red barns.
0: Everything is made of gloves. (laughs)
1: It's there. The Stoffers. The Stoffers guy is there. (laughs) The Hamburger Helper man. Uh huh. The Arby's mitten. If we go to the town, we can get the police. Sally says. I don't know, you say. But remember the two policemen we saw in the caverns? They could be from the town. I think we have to be really careful. Mm. So if you oh, think boy. if you think that the whole town is in on the hijacking and <laughs> wholesale murder of children, don't go to Gloveville, I guess. If you'd rather take your chances Blair Witch-style, hike into the woods. Uh,
0: yeah, so I think we should go to Gloveville. Yeah. I also think we should go to Gloveville. All right. I want to meet Danny Glover. Oh, uh, yeah. That is where he's from. And Donald Glover. And the Arby's glove. The Arby's glove. And Glover from the N64 game, Glover. Oh, my God. He bounces he bounces on that ball. And Flubber, the Robin Williams movie.
1: And Flubber, the ghost from Beetleborgs. Guys, full circle.
0: Big bad Beetleborgs. 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 <laughs> and now they're Beetleborgs.
1: Beetleborg. You decide to head for the town. There's a path over there that could lead to the main road. You say, the road might be dangerous.
0: Fuck Sally off, says, "Sally, god damn it! Every fucking idea we have, you just like speculate what could be what could go wrong with it.
1: <laughs> what if the hijackers use it to get back and forth from the caverns to the town? We'll be careful. Remember, the hijackers don't even know we escaped from the bus.
0: What if there's a murderer on the road? What if there's
1: two murderers on the road? Then we'll hide from them."
0: What if the road caves in? What if
1: an asteroid hits the road? Then we'll die huh? together. From the edge of the woods, you watch the area. You see a couple of trucks coming in the distance, and you quickly duck behind a tree as they go by. Good job, Ian. Let's, let's give the road. Wait, what happened? Nothing. What? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Suspected. Coming in. The- ah, fuck. Okay, yeah, I missed it. <laughs> let's give the road a try, you say. 20 minutes in, Charlize Theron takes off her clothes and wanders into the cold night, uh, abandoning her husband and child. You decide to turn the road off. (laughs) When you finally reach town, it's almost dark. The streets of Gloveville are strangely deserted. Where is everybody? Sally asks. I don't know. I've never been here before. All the stores are closed and it isn't even that
0: late, you say. It's our fucking old people up in this town just going to bed at 5.30. <laughs> Where does a 12-year-old get a drink around this dry-ass town?
1: <laughs> There's a drugstore over there that looks like it's open, Sally says. You go over uh, and in the front door. Oh, you go over and in the front door. Nope. You go over.
2: You climb over and in the front door. You, you, You
1: go to... Okay.
2: <laughs> you go in the fucking store. <laughs> Hello?
1: Is anybody here? You call out. Page 108.
0: Turn to 108. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's
1: so good. That's got to be our stinger every time we turn to page 108.
0: <laughs> I'm going to look forward to it so much.
1: <laughs> You're about to leave when an old woman comes out of the back. Ew. Gross.
0: <laughs> Ew, gross. I can't not think about it now. <laughs> Can
1: I help you? She asks. We're looking for the police station, Sally says. I don't know what you want there, but I'd avoid it if I was you. The town police are, well, not very helpful around
0: here. (laughs) Now, would you like to buy some cocaine or not?
1: (laughs) Hesitantly, you and Sally turn around and walk up the street toward the police station. That's it. We didn't even ask her name. We didn't ask why the town was empty. We didn't ask why we can't trust the police.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, we did too good a job of getting away from the terrorists, because now nothing interesting is happening.
1: Yeah, we're getting away from everything.
0: We're wandering through an empty town. Yeah. yeah. It's spooky. Langoliers.
1: I guess. Could some of the police really be involved in the hijacking,
0: you say? Just kind of trying to make it interesting? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're making conversation, but it's like pulling teeth.
0: <laughs> do we avoid the police station on the
1: uh, sort of advice of a wizened old shopkeeper? Or do we go straight to the police station?
0: What is our goal if we don't go to the police station? We're just guess, trying to get across yeah. town now for no reason.
1: I guess go to another town, like have no point of reference, be lost forever on the roads. Sockville. <laughs> Chris, what do you think, Chris?
2: I feel like if we want to stay alive, like 57 is the right
0: move, but. Yeah. Really? I'm feeling 10 just because I feel like either the police are corrupt and we lose or the police aren't corrupt and we win and then we can like maybe try another path.
2: Yeah, definitely like hard fuck it. Let's uh, let's, let's go kill these cops.
1: I miss Dan. Yeah. Um, All right, Assault on Precinct, page 10. Ooh, nice. Thank you. The police station is a one-story brick building. Hello, you call out. But there's no response. You start back out the door. As you do, an old woman sidles up and says, she, you don't, <laughs> don't want to be here.
2: Um, I just came. <laughs> so it's slippery. Ugh. Please cut that. Stop. Why would you say that? Well, it's not slippery. It's on her back,
1: right? She came out of out the back. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Um, as you do, a patrol car skids to a stop in front. A single policeman jumps out and runs over to you. You must be the two strangers who were reported wandering around town.
0: Wow. There's literally no one in this town. The fact no. that there are two people here is like you call the cops and they're here immediately. Yeah.
1: Our school bus was hijacked and we were kidnapped, you
0: say. Not kidjacked, kidnapped. And the bus was hijacked, not hijnapped. Don't get it mixed. And where
1: might these alleged hijackers be now? he asks. They have a headquarters in a cavern up the mountains, not far from here you say i see the policeman says well i'm a bit short-handed right now uh, everyone in town is at the uh it's a, they're at a mysterious event
0: we um, all got raptured i guess
1: yeah whoops <laughs> is it it's like time stopped i guess is time stopped i don't remember bronson pinchot is going crazy though
2: cold is having a clearance sale <laughs> and let me tell you it is a mad house you got a 20 percent coupon they'll take it on the clearance items
1: Listen, when a mountain town opens a new angles, it's a, it's a celebration for everybody to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll have to get some help. In the meantime, I'm going to have to lock you up in my holding cell in the back. What what the fuck do you mean? Lock us up in the fucking What the fuck? Sally exclaims. You should lock your punch ass up. Yeah, look
0: you <laughs> lock you up. We'll go get help. Apparently we're real easy to spot. Fucking protect and serve. This is yeah. this is this is you doing your service, huh? I'll serve you a bunch of give give me that shotgun.
1: Um, it's for your own protection, the policeman says. You don't want the hijackers to come back and kidnap you again before I get back to you. The, the probability of escaping twice is very unlikely.
0: Hijackers always look in police stations.
2: Look, whenever I'm about to do a terrorism, I always try to find the nearest police station because they have tons of guns. Yep. And that's as far as I get thinking-wise.
1: Well, you never, you never realize how much coffee you're going to need because a terrorism does take a, a bit and you want some, you know, caffeine in you. Police stations always have a coffee machine.
0: Yeah, so does every office building.
1: Well, but I don't know the code to get in every office building. The police building is unlocked.
2: It's always 911. Yeah, (laughs) the code, it's easy. It's 911. Let me put it this way.
1: The policeman says, drawing his gun. Ah, fuck. I'm holding the two of you as material witnesses, whether you like it or not. With that, he forces you and Sally at gunpoint into the cell and slams the door shut.
0: Fucking Gloveville, man. Yeah.
1: An hour later, two more policemen come into the station. You see them down the hallway through the bars. Uh, uh, Remember now, it has to look like suicide. You hear one of them say. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, boy. This fucking book. You and Sally crouch in the corner of the cell, uh, pissing yourselves, wondering what you can do to save yourselves. As the policemen open the door to your cell, you hear police sirens outside, then the screech of brakes. Looking through the bars and down the corridor, you see half a dozen state policemen, their guns drawn, running into the station. They pushed the three officers against the wall, disarmed them, and handcuffed their wrists behind their backs at the same time.
0: How are they going to handcuff their hands if they already took their arms off?
1: Yeah, well, they handcuffed their hands, throw their hands on the ground next to their limbless torsos. And we've had your operation here under surveillance for some time now, one state policeman says. When we got a call a little over an hour ago from Miss Benny Atwater at the drugstore telling us that two kids might be in serious danger, we well, decided to make our move. No more dead kids on our watch. We said, I know you're trying to build a case, but... Uh, six dead kids is enough. We're going to definitely...
0: <laughs> like, what is we've had your operation here yeah. under surveillance anyway? Like, does the operation yeah. we'll never put know. kids in jail and then we'll kill never,
1: them? Yeah, we'll never know. The next day, your photo, along with Sally's, is on the front page of every newspaper in the country. County, country. Wow. That's unlikely. The headline reads, hijackers captured. Two from missing bus rescued. Search for rest of students continues.
0: <laughs> the headline writer is also Richard Brightfield. Yeah. <laughs> Search for Rest of Students continues. They go south, about 100 meters from the police <laughs> station. The whole newspaper is headlined.
1: Bloodhounds lead them to a cave filled with gore and teeth. You and Sally lead the rescue mission. Well, you probably don't,
0: though, that right? seems unlikely. Yeah.
1: You and Sally uh, drink hot chocolate out of styrofoam cups in the back of an ambulance while the police do the real work. Uh, It doesn't take long for you to lead the authorities to the terrorists in the caverns and set your classmates free. That's a consistency error, right? Like, they definitely didn't come to the caverns with us.
0: Uh, Maybe they also took them to the caverns. It was just big caverns. I I
1: don't know. I think maybe they just left the part off where everybody gets gunned down in the desert.
0: Hey, we won't know unless we go and do the Dan Path. But also, we don't really have time to do the Dan Path. Maybe we do the not going to Gloveville or, like, not trying to sneak by the guard or something like that so we can find out more about this cavern complex. Yeah, let's walk towards the soldiers making a lot of noises in the cave. Cave.
2: Cave. cave. Hello, cave. Hello, cave. cave. My name's cave. And I'm John's Drag Oi, cave! Give me
1: your fucking mobile. Give me your
2: fucking mobile <laughs> give me why wipe, wipe that fucking smile
1: off your face and give me your fucking mobile uh,
2: right. in the, in the hopes of making this a joke not for literally one other person <laughs> I had never seen the Harry Potter films as an adult or a child, and so I guess it was like two years back we even was like oh well, let's let's watch those Harry Potter films. I'm a fan of them uh, as it turns out, I'm not.
1: No, Chris. Chris. Did, Chris. Uh, after Chris went to sleep before they were
0: all over. I'm also not a big fan. Yeah.
2: I just feel like they're kind of uh, like it's a lot of just like, hey, this is that thing from the book. We're not gonna put too much effort into like changing it for the
0: different. Uh, you know, film is different yeah. than a book. It feels like it hits the plot points in a very perfunctory way. And the yeah, theory. workmanlike,
2: workmanlike.
0: <laughs> but for whatever
2: reason. Well, not for whatever reason. We started drinking immediately after starting the film. And so yeah, like... Maybe even
1: before... I would say before we started watching the film.
2: It's entirely possible. Yeah. But one of the jokes that really fixed it on was the idea that uh, like Harry was... A ch- what, like what if Harry Potter was just like a fucking chav, right? And so what we decided was that he would try to rob everyone's mobile phones from them <laughs> as he was going through Hogwarts. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jenny
1: Weasley. Give me your fucking mobile.
2: Hello, Amora. I've opened up your pockets. Now put that fucking mobile in my goddamn hand.
0: Yeah. Akio. Akio, your fucking mobile. Wrong
2: spell. (laughs) Akio, your fucking mobile. Oh, it worked. Fuck, magic is weird. (laughs) Uh,
1: Why? Okay, so like, I know that the Avatar series explores the idea of blood bending as an extension of water bending. But why don't we Accio, like... Your
2: skeleton, Accio
1: bones! Yeah, Accio (laughs) bones. And then your bones are ripped from your your enemy's body.
0: Yeah. Accio Voldemort's heart. Cool. We're done. Accio cornea. And it's like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Sort of shoots out like that corn video.
2: Like, nobody did any blood sacrifices, but like, that's got to be a magic thing, right? I mean, I don't
0: imagine that Tom Riddle used guns.
2: Well, yeah but that- oh come on i feel like an avada Kedavra or whatever is like basically it's a gun with a bullet but like the bullet is like magic well we
1: just lost all of our audience that takes that seriously because uh, chris said the death curse and it's like a real bad swear word in the harry potter world
0: in avada kedavra baby <laughs> ah, yeah all right that's a fun one <laughs> What I like that? that's, that was, that's a good one.
1: Like that. that song that song joke was good. That was a good song. That was a good oh, song okay. joke. Oh, okay.
0: You guys were reacting to my song joke. That was a good song joke. You
1: and Sally decide to go deeper into the cavern. You move silently, keeping as close to the wall as you can. Finally, you see a door set into the wall. The door is yanked open from inside and you stumble through it. A tall figure with a bald head and a long handlebar mustache is standing there, with his mouth hanging open in surprise.
0: I like this picture. Is it Daniel Day Lewis? I think of Dr. Wiley. Dr. Wiley is not a tall figure. No, he's very small.
2: Banana-na, you're a kidnapped child. <laughs> Banana-na, nobody's getting that bus back. <laughs> Mega bus. You grab
1: Sally's hand. Canonically, I think this is just the third time. <laughs> and pull her quickly, running farther down the cavern away from him. Passageways lead away from it on both sides You have only seconds to decide which direction to take It doesn't fucking matter The stalagmites are falling from the ceiling, blocking both Yeah, yeah, the passageway to the left leads to a small closed door The one to the right widens and turns a corner beyond which you can't see So
2: Yeah
0: Let's do the widened corner, I guess Yeah, I mean, like, a
2: closed door seems like a bad place to run
1: You and Sally dash down the corridor to the right You go around the curve and come to a wide double door you go through it and find yourselves in an immense underground amphitheater. Uh, nice, that's pleasant.
0: Bon Jovi is playing. Yeah.
1: There's a there's a, there's a giant head statue in the back that they're putting glowing crystals into the eye sockets of.
0: What's that reference?
1: Uh, Temple of Doom, I think. Okay. Uh, hundreds of figures dressed in makeshift khaki uniforms are lined up in rows on both sides of a central aisle. A little judgy, but. Silence. A figure in a somewhat more elaborate uniform at the far end of the aisle commands. The guards from the outside corridor grab the two of you and escort you down the aisle to where their leader stands in front of a huge pit. Now you will see what happens to those who oppose us! He screams at two unarmed children. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How dare you not go down this pit the first time in your bus!
0: How dare you not go down the small closed door? <laughs> we are a persecuted people. Shoulda, shoulda gone to Gloveville, bitches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let this teach you. Uh, you and Sally are tossed over the edge of the pit, hurtling uh-huh. down into uh-huh. the abyss. Mm-hmm. By the time you hit the bottom, you don't feel a thing. The
0: end. <laughs> I mean, we could call it there. We've nah, got... no, nah, I
1: got. We gotta solve this one. Okay. So we're going back We're going to choose to go through the door uh, This way, to the left, you tell
2: to Sally To the left oh, oh, All
0: every... your kids in a butts to the left <laughs> Two hops this time
1: <laughs> Everybody jump, your, jump off the cliff
0: <laughs> no Everybody sound.
2: shoot your guns
0: Everybody take Sally's hand
2: We've lost <laughs> half the army Grab! 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 Please stop. I'm sorry. I thought I thought we were just having fun, Sally. Okay. All right. All right. Jesus.
1: Quickly, you head for the small door. Your pursuers are not far behind. A heavy padlock is hanging on the latch. Fortunately, it's not locked. You pull it off and hand it to Sally. And she's like, what the fuck do I do with this? (laughs) She puts it back on the door and closes it. Yeah, whoops. I don't want it, she screams. Uh, (laughs) I don't want it. Sally's fixated on all the wrong things right now. No, you see, you see. Okay, so you hand Sally this heavy padlock and she takes off her shoe and then her sock and then puts the padlock in the sock, puts her shoe back on and starts swinging, winding the padlock up. Uh, and she and she says, um, if they get their hands on me, they're gonna get a mouthful of fucking padlock. Uh, and then you say, oh, why don't we call it pad sock? And then you're in business. The ends. <laughs> what in luck? There's another latch on this side. The observation of latches takes up a non-trivial amount of word count in this book. Like, the amount of looking at latches, observing latches, hoping there will
0: be latches. It's Richard Brightfield's motor gliders.
1: (laughs) It is. It's Richard Brightfield's motor glider. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Quick, close the door and lock it with the padlock. On the latch. (laughs) The gleaming silver latch, beautiful (laughs) in the motionless twilight. Sally slams the door and locks it seconds before your pursuers get there. Angry shouts come from the other side. Why was this door left unlocked?
0: Why was it subsequently locked?
1: Yeah. After a while, the passageway begins to widen and you come out into another cavern. It's almost completely filled with a wide underground stream. Directly across the stream, you see a door-like opening in the cavern wall, covered in latches. You and Sally start upstream along the ledge. Look, right up ahead. There's a steel door fitted into the wall. A beautiful latch on it. If we can get to it and it has a latch on it, maybe we can use the latch to open it. As best you can, you push on the door. It swings open easily due to its lack of latch. You find yourself in a narrow chamber on the other side of which is another iron door. Well, this was a steel door. So it says steel door in the paragraph (sighs) above. And now, okay, you go over and push on it, but it won't budge. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God. There doesn't seem to be a latch on this side, the book literally says. No! (laughs) Uh Uh Uh-oh.
0: Your greatest fear, (laughs) latchless doors.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Oh, good. Oh, my God. This is so good. Oh, my God. Look at that picture.
0: Wow, That's a scary
1: picture. We're drowning uh, now. Yeah, but you're going to drown with your shirt tucked in, by God. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the door behind you slams shut. You run over to it and try to open it. And at the same time, water starts rising up around your ankles. What
0: the fuck is this room? What is its normal usage?
1: Uh, You'll be surprised how many times they have to drown nosy kids. <laughs> but it's no use. The water keeps rising until it's up to the ceiling. When the water eventually goes down... It leaves two lifeless bodies on the floor of the chamber. The end.
0: Woo! That's. Now that's an ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you end a book. Fuck yeah. Drowning two kids. Dead (laughs) ass kids. That's what I'm talking
2: about.
1: So that book wasn't so bad. I mean, it was kind of aimless, and I wish we had known why we were being hijacked.
0: It was a weird mix of pretty great and also terrible. Like, pretty great, I think, on the macro, and then just like, Individual sentences generally had no excuse for what they were. Uh, I feel like the best, the best, the best, of these books, like they do a pretty good job of
2: being like, "Hey, like here's the whole deal. Here's where like you fit, fit you know, where you fit into it." And like, all right, let's have an adventure. Uh, whereas this was just like, "It's Thursday. You're at school. All right, an adventure happens, I guess." Yeah. Let's end this book. Clap, 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 clap. Let's end it.
0: I don't know what we're doing now. I don't know either. Let's end this book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that about does it for this week's adventure. I guess. I mean, it's an adventure. It was very harrowing, and we died twice.
0: Yeah, we actually got it on the first run through, though. Like we did. I thought at first it was a really easy book, and it turns out we were just really fucking smart.
2: Yeah. Is this? Yeah. Is we're kind of getting... geniuses at being kidnapped.
0: I think. Are we too good? Are we we're, too good at these books? We're too good at these books. We just can't no. be stopped anymore. We need some harder
2: books. This book sucked. That's my opinion. I'm Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah, this book would, could have been worse. That's my opinion. I'm Ian.
0: Uh, this was a book, and it was a book. I'm Mark. And remember,
1: until next time, always choose responsibly. Always choose stalagmites. Stalagmites might be on the ground.
2: tights tight. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, it's not, it's I got nothing. I got a couple something no. by the end of the sentence. Yeah, that's not
0: Sure you.
1: didn't. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure on you to make a joke there, and that's not your fault. You know, that's a lot of pressure.
0: Uh, it's just like the horror creeping into your voice as time went on longer and longer. <laughs>
1: I don't drink coffee because it makes me poop. We can probably keep that in the podcast. That's good info for whoever's building my, my, uh, tiger beat bio. Um, (laughs)